Welcome, welcome, hey, wow, welcome. Oh, it's Lent. It's what? Lent. It's Lent. It's Lent. It's, I can still see the ashes on your forehead. I can still see your <laughs> mom's ashes. No, uh, um, I didn't give my mom ashes. You know what's year? funny is uh, what I run mom into jokes. people. <laughs> mom jokes are funny. Yes. <laughs> I I think it's so funny running into people who say I just I just earlier today I had a conversation with someone and they said this is like at noon and they said I feel like I've been talking to you all day because they've been list they were cleaning their house and listening to the podcast like all morning oh and so I made some like, good choices I was in like life. hi and they were like oh, I feel like I've been talking to you all day and I'm like okay, well, <laughs> you haven't hello wow how are you yeah, it's funny when people are like, oh, man, that was a great episode about, and they mentioned something from like a year ago, and I'm like, what? Is that on a different they're, podcast? They're just behind. Yeah, they are. They're behind. Well, they're just catching up, or they just found us. Uh, they fa- found us on- They're well, catching up? Uh, yeah. Well, they got 298 <laughs> episodes to- We're coming up on 300 to of catch these up things. On, yes, in a couple weeks. Wow. That is uh, that's yep. some serious stuff. Yep. The uh, you you could catch us, you know, if people are out there and they're like, I don't, I, I don't, I, I can't listen to you all the time. Well, you can listen to us on PDFM and then uh, also listen to the mass. What do you mean they can't listen to us? Uh, you know, they, they, for some reason they're like, oh, I can't catch the podcast. Or, they don't have access to the internet? I don't know. Maybe they don't like podcast makers. Maybe they give up podcasts for Lent. Oh. See, some people. Oh, is our, is yeah, our listenership going to go down? Well, I hope not. But uh, I mean, they, if you're going to give up something for Lent. Don't oh, no. d- don't be us because we are very penitential and we're gonna help you. Yes, maybe um, our voices are like nails on a chalkboard. To <laughs> you. Yeah, so people are giving up podcasts or audiobooks and they're like, you know what? I've realized that I actually don't have any silence in my life. So I'm, if I'm yeah. giving up not listening to you because I hate your voice. Oh, is that why um, you moved upstairs? Because you want to. Like see, I moved upstairs for one night because my room was fifty-eight degrees. Man, that's yeah. it was chilly. Oh well, you know, Father Father David, my what? air, my air, the air stopped working. What about those? Time. What about those people that live in Alaska, the Inuits? Yeah, hey, shout out! We have a, one of our priests. Just pray. This is something to pray for. One of our priests is uh, Father David Webb. Oh yeah, uh, who grew up at St. Benedict's and Broken Arrow, and has been assigned what Christ the King, Bishop Kelly. He was pastor at the University of Tulsa. Anyway, he is becoming a military chaplain. So he's been training, kind of getting into fighting shape, uh, <laughs> low crawling, and low crawl anyway, to the and he leaves the at the end of the month for his um, officer candidate. Officer, can- yeah. Anyway, so David Webb, shout out, man! Thank you, thank you for your service in in the future. <laughs> in the future um that's great that's great okay so it is lent yeah, and it's a, it's a great time for um conversion repent and believe in the gospel yes. fasting prayer almsgiving the the uh, standard operating procedures of the defense against the dark arts and growing in holiness sorry that was a harry potter statement that's, that's what funny. he says he goes there's a great line in there he goes this is a defense against the dark arts and that's what that's what uh fasting prayer and almsgiving uh, do. Um, Father O'Brien, why don't you... (laughs) I just want to give a quick update of where our audience comes from. Oh, no. This is hilarious. Kerplakistan. All right. Uh, Downloads. Some Houthi rebels. Downloads this week. Downloads this week. 
the United States, 97% of our downloads are in the United States. Okay, don't ask me to name towns now because I and then biffed that last week. The number two country coming in at 1.02%. One with six downloads, Germany. Somebody must be deployed. But then, this is a new one. Coming in in third place at 0.51% with three downloads, the Cayman Islands. Somebody's on vacation, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. And then Mexico, then Canada, then Saudi Arabia. We got a download in Saudi Arabia. Uh, deployment. Let's go. Hey, um, whoever's going to the Cayman Islands, why don't you invite me there to either No, they're chap- already there. They're probably already there and back. I can chaplain your next trip. Or, because well, you know what? There was like this faith cruise through the Caribbean um, that uh, faith Catholic- cruise, like there's no pilot. Just- <laughs> Jesus, take the wheel. No, it was, uh, I think it was put on by like, Catholic Answers or something like that. Oh, they do. They do cruises. Catholic Answers does cruises. And yeah. um, MP Bruington's um, mom was down there. Okay. So, this, okay. you know, we may have some fan club. And then real quick, before we talk about Lynn, uh, so Oklahoma is our number one state. Yes. But it's only, Oklahoma is only 56% of our downloads. 44% are coming from somewhere else. So in second place is Texas. Third place, California. Uh Uh-huh. Mary Frost. Fourth place, Washington State. Ooh. And then Missouri, Colorado, Indiana, Kansas, Georgia, New York, Virginia, North Carolina, Ohio, Florida, Michigan, Iowa, Illinois, Maryland, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Alaska, Arizona, Idaho, Massachusetts. I have a lot of family in Massachusetts. Why aren't they? Maine, New Jersey, Nevada. Bam. Bam. Well, send in some prayers. That's uh, hilarious. Hey, y'all I who are out there listening, um, say a few prayers for the college students and the parishioners of St. Francis Xavier, um, especially as well, like, we're going to uh, Central America for a mission trip here in a few weeks. And just pray for the growth and holiness. Yeah, you know, it's there's just beautiful stuff going on in the in the great city of Stillwater, including Father O'Brien leaving. But that's I don't want to talk about that right now. I want to I Father O'Brien, I, I hear there's rumors, and maybe the rumors are true, that you're condoning eating lobster for Lent. Okay, so we're, whoa, whoa, we're whoa, recording whoa, whoa. this. We're recording this before uh, before I've given this homily. Just want to oh, let everybody know. Really? Yeah. Well, uh, you because, mean- so I don't. I don't want to say. I want to tell people what I'm thinking about for my Ash Wednesday homily. You mean I bilocated to then, like in the future? So and we're the recording past. this a little earlier than that, <laughs> and so I haven't. This homily has not yet been given, but you're going to be listening to this after you may have heard it. I try to say something ridiculous, and he just keeps talking over. Yeah, time. he just. I know. You've been around each other for 25 years. For 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Okay, so here's what I so was thinking. So condoning lobster here's what eating I was thinking. on Fridays and Lent. No, no. Got it. Here's what I was thinking. So <laughs> Lent, you just mentioned, you said prayer. Sorry. You can eat lobster on Fridays of Lent. If you're lobster boatsman. I would say, or in, you know, yeah, in small amounts. Okay, anyway, here we go. So Lent, hear me out. Lent, right, prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. Lent is, you know, Jesus goes out into the desert, and he doesn't have... He doesn't have material goods. He has no. He has himself, and he has the, the, the angels, the Father, and the angels ministering to him. So I was just thinking about Lent as a time of getting rid. I mean, one of, one of my practices of Lent is to like kind of purge possessions. Well, you're moving, and you've been given a lot, and I and I'm moving, so that actually that helps the situation. But I don't want to like be purging. 
because yeah. I'm moving. I want to purge because I don't. There's stuff that I don't need uh-huh. that's getting in the way of simplicity, or that's getting in the way of my relationship. Give with, me a couple. Give me a couple things. Lord. Give me um, at least one. So I've recently. So if you're familiar with um, my my uh, my sort of mo is following uh, the Japanese art of tidying up by oh, yeah. by Marie Kondo. Uh-huh. Are you familiar with this? I, Apparently, I she has like a show on Netflix now. But I, w- I was I've been reading Marie Kondo t- ten ten years ago before her Netflix thing on the advice of my sister. Anyway, Marie Kondo says to kind of do one th- one subject yep. at a time, one right. thing at a time. So she, so I did just recently. I did my books. So I went through all my books in my office and in my in my room, and. That was actually the result of the the great book giveaway here at the parish probably three weeks ago. And then I did clothes. And I don't really have a lot of clothes to start with, but there's just some clothes I haven't worn in a while. Clothes that are perfectly fine that I just don't mm-hmm. need. Um, I don't wear. I Astros don't. jerseys? Give them away. Astros jerseys. Collector's items, man. <laughs> awesome. Then, um, so then there was like one day, it was like a Monday, you know, which is like our day off. And I was kind of around, just around the house and... And I went through like dr- like drawers of just like my just my office drawer, you know, pens and paper clips and you know, just kind of simplifying there. Anyway, all of that. My point is, Lent is a time of so in my mind I was like, Lent is a time to just like shed, to just like get rid of, you know, external stuff that is getting in the way. And then I'm watching uh, YouTube. <laughs> this is going downhill fast. It's not. It's not. Go ahead. So I was watching uh-huh. um, this thing because uh, I'm because I'm going to be traveling this summer. So I was watching a little thing about Boston. Oh yeah, because you're going to be up there. on YouTube. And part of this little mini sort of documentary about Boston, <clears throat> there was there was a whole little thing about the food in Boston. Anyway, this image of a lobster comes up. And I had just been thinking about shedding, and then this lobster. So anyway, I started watching, for probably about 30 minutes, I watched videos about lobsters <laughs> and how they molt. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, so you were watching things about Boston. Yes. Then a lobster came up, and then what made you... Think about watching more videos. The addiction to YouTube. No, no, no. The The homily, homily prep. I was thinking about shedding for Lent, getting rid of stuff, and then lobsters came into my mind, and I put the two together. So lobsters, in order to grow, this is wait, wait. Did you know what you're about to say prior to watching this video on lobsters? No, but I thought no. I thought of like don't lobsters shed, lobsters molt. Okay. In, in order to grow. So the shedding and the lobsters came together, and this is my Ash Wednesday homily, that in order to grow, you have to shed. Shed your external armor? In order to, it, for a lobster to grow, they have to molt. There's, they have to break away from the, this, the external, their external skin. To get to the tastiness in the inside. You can dip to in butter. Grow, to grow. Oh. Anyway, that is what I'm working on for my Ash Wednesday homily. That then basically, like, take the season of Lent to look at your life and say, what's getting in the way? What's getting in the way? 
What do I need to shed? What needs to? What do I need to molt? Okay. Or to shed. That's it. Um. <laughs> what do you think? Does that work? Because oh. I haven't given it yet, so give me some feedback. I shared this with you the other night, and you kind of thought it was stupid. You gave me a look. You didn't say anything, but by not saying anything, <laughs> you said something. Uh, well, there's this um, moment of radio silence on here, because I thought you were going to change your homily after I called you out for encouraging people to eat lobster on Friday, but you've changed that about the homily. I'm not encouraging people to eat lobster <laughs> at all. I'm just still trying to go down this road. Anyway, okay, I... Uh, I, I I like it. I, I like the uh, in order to grow in our faith, there has to be this. You know, the, some people will talk about like the, in this faith life, the expansion of the heart. The heart has to grow. Yes. And has, to, has to grow, yes. and the heart has to grow. Um, so that greater love can not only come in, but as this heart grows and yes. and expands, it's going to give that that divine love away. That that's amazing. Uh, and so it, it's very much like this: is that that the like, the armor. That is around the tasty, delicious, soon-to-be butter-filled, laden um, little uh, sea urchin. Probably not a sea urchin, um, but uh, you it's know that a crustacean. A crustacean around that. Uh, that that you know it prevents. It actually restricts it. Right. It restricts it from growing. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So if if you want your lobsters larger and tastier, then they have to go through yes. this process. And just like this, if you want your soul larger and more tastier, question mark. <laughs> so every every analogy limps in some way, right? And this so that this doesn't it doesn't I'm not gonna I'm not gonna carry the lobster analogy all the way through, through the homily. It's a way to start. Yeah. In the homily world, it's what's called a hook. Yeah. Right? You start with something that's kind of like, oh, where's he going with that? Why is he talking about lobster? Oh. And then, you know, then off you go. But I like that. Yeah, I think we've talked about before when I've heard my, my like parents say this, when they have, they have a child and they just love that child. They love that child with all their heart. And then they have another child. Yeah. And, I, okay. and some people are scared of like having a second child because, well, I love this one. Do I have enough love? To give away, or they have three children, and they're thinking about, well, like maybe you know, does God want us to have more children? And they get scared because they may not think they have all that love to give. And what God does is He expands the heart. Yeah. And so somebody with ten kids doesn't say, "Yep, each one gets a tenth of my love." And if I had one kid, that kid would be so loved. But the ten, now we have to divide it up. Forget about them. Anyway, I like that. I like that. The like the that the heart expands. But when the heart expands, like how uh, this is I need I'm, I'm like thinking out loud here like from like biology. I mean like a like a baby's heart is small. Yeah. And the heart as the heart grows, like the body has to grow. Yep. So like if you're if you're a yeah, if if a baby has a a, uh, an adult heart, it won't fit. It won't fit in the torso. 
and it will, ah. and, and the veins and the veins won't and the arteries won't be able to take the pressure because they won't be the same size uh, so or the, the body, dimension. Yeah, so like the yeah, the body has to grow as the heart as the yeah. heart grows. Wow. Okay. Okay. I like that. Great. That's, that's. I like that. The idea of the heart of the heart expanding. Yeah, and this the. It is. I mean, I like to watch you get rid of stuff because then I can sneak in and be like, I'm going to take some of this stuff. Um, what do you want that I – nothing I have will fit you. Um, I've then you don't thinking – You don't know how to read. <laughs> I want your uh, I've then thinking uh, you, game over there. You don't uh, You don't use anything that would be in the like organizational realm. You know what? I am about to get my first – plastic tray to put folders in because i realize can i help you with this i would love that yeah 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 because i, I realize feel like i have a gift to give because i have all these things and i can't and i'm keeping I, them on my noggin oh or i'm keeping them in pieces of paper we've talked about i know david allen my main man guys everyone out there stop what you're doing this one actually ruin. <laughs> <laughs> the the this will actually, this would actually, it's not a spiritual book at all, but it will help your spiritual life. And, and, it, and you get no, no, um, I get no, no royalties. Uh -uh. I am just, I am in the secular sense, a I, am, fan girl. I am a disciple, <laughs> a fan girl of David Allen. <laughs> David Allen wrote a book called Getting Things Done The Art of Stress Free Productivity. It has changed my life. Yeah, I just need a couple folders. Oh. And what I, you know what? I, I so badly want to. You know what slowed me down last time when I tried this? What? The, um, the little thing that you use to punch out. The label maker? The label maker. And I've, and I've changed it. You know, I on, love my you know, label maker. Well, on envelopes, they have those little peel and stick things. Uh-huh. And I'm going to start using well, those. Well, those are fine. Those because are fine. those are easier for me to do. Because but what, you have to write it neatly. Have you seen my pen girl, pen manship? I like have beautiful penmanship because I have an assistant that helps. Okay. Oh, Rachel Jackson writes. But it you, but yeah, because you want your folders to look good because you want to, you want to like interact with them. Yes. Oh my gosh. I actually think this is, t we're totally off topic now, but that's okay. I badly want to, to have a ministry side hustle. <laughs> <laughs> I need no I need no payment, no money. I want to help priests be better organized. Yes. I just want to so bad. Well because I think it would help they would there would be less stress. I think they would be more effective. They would have more time. As vicar for rain for people. You should give each person in our vicariate a setup of David Allen. A copy setup. of the of you getting, mean like Ted's they Ted's have Escondido. It in Spanish, yeah. Ted's Escondido has that thing called the setup. And it's like chips, salsa, that that carrots with jalapenos and tortillas. It's called the setup. And you should give all of us a setup. I I should give everyone in the in the Vicariate the book. A, no, a setup. And it's like, here's the tray. Here's how it goes in. What if they already have a, set, a good setup? Uh, well, they don't have this one. I promise. Have you seen most priests' office in their rectories, or no, their office? This is yes. This is actually I. Oh, I so bad. Because in the world of shedding, this is what what you have to do in the world of shedding is actually do have a plan to do something better. 
You can't just shed for shedding's sake. I mean, you can. You can just purge. But like me, uh, one of the things I got to keep you, you got to be my accountability partner in the season. I'm moving. In the season of Lent. Okay. In the season of Lent is. All right. I'll keep listening. Thanks. Uh, I'm going to try to have no second dinners because one of the things I love doing is coming home and having just, you know, it's like, I, I, gosh, I'm tired. I need some energy. And actually, I don't need any energy. I don't need any food. I just have to like deal with the dinner I had. But I've been so unaccustomed for having a, you know, a fire burning metabolism that I eat in the evening. And it's not like I need to shed that. I need to shed that. But in order to shed that, I need to do something different in that. Like, what is my role in this? Um, when I give, I grant you permission. If you see me with a plate of food in the evening after I come home, so can, can I take it and dump it on your head? You can, or you could take one of those brown uh, foot bag thing right there. there that's are little rests, yes. Yeah, and you can throw that at me. Really? Yeah. I, get, I mean, I, I've wanted to do that for a long time. You could even take you could take the thing that you don't like in this house, maybe like that leaf with a marble slab on the bottom, uh-huh. hunk it right at my face. Um, what I mean, what if you haven't eaten? Like, hey, then I'm done. I will eat in what before I get. Once I walk in the door, I'm done manjing. What about when we have dinner on Thursday nights? That's that's dinner. I haven't had dinner yet. Okay, but what I'm doing is I'm coming home after having dinner. And then three hours later, oh, at like eight thirty, nine o'clock at night, when I'm we're like watching college basketball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or we go, or we go to a game at OSU. Oh yeah. Watch us make the NAIA. Maybe we'll get a game here. Oh yeah, that'd be awesome. Uh, so anyway, okay. to purge when yes. you when you purge and you shed things, you also have to have a plan to like. Okay, in my growth, the lobster this, has a plan. Yeah, the lobster has a plan to eat more stuff, eat more other things. You, I, I have to have a plan to grow in holiness as I shed. It's like, okay, I need to shed this, this, and this. These three things I got to get out of my life. Eat. Yeah. So think about if you think about think about all you listeners right now. Think about your desk, your room, your kitchen, your car, and like there is something in your room. Or in your car or at your desk that but like that bothers you. Yeah. What is it? What is uh, it? Everyone, yell it out. Cup holder. Yell it out right now. <laughs> my cup holder. Yell it out right now. I was thinking I have this binder on my desk. It's about the old the old church project. Uh-huh. And I, I have it sitting on my desk, but I don't use it every day. So I'm not gonna throw that away, but I am gonna get it off my desk. Yeah. That needs to be out of out of arm's reach. That's you know what? what's that's what's bugging me. You know, I I got I have all these pens, and and I, I you know I'm a pen klepto. Uh, anytime a pen goes in my hand, it goes in my pocket. So I had them all in my cup holders. So I took in your car in my car. So I took those pens and I put them in a Ziploc bag in my center console. Why and do you so need so like, many pens? Well, uh, you know, in case I want to throw one at a passerby, a piece. Of, I need to when write. When you have two pens. One of those belongs to someone with no pens. Thanks, John Chrysostom. <laughs> I think it's shirt. <laughs> I think you have. He says coat. John Chrysostom <laughs> says coat. Yeah. yeah. So I put some in the. I put some in the. You gotta uh, pen the penless man. You gotta. <laughs> why? You gotta, why are you hoarding? I'm, I'm, I apologize to you, penless, <laughs> penless people. All you out. tired and poor and penless. <laughs> you, you who need a cougar scriber? No, a stift. Is it a stift or a cougar scriber? See, and this is where we are different because I have, I I use the same 
I, I have a, a, a pen, a particular pen that I use, and I don't use any other pens. Oh, uh, yes. Anyway. I'm not picky. But, I, get, but get rid of your pens. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I took them out of the center cup. cup. You need put two as, pens in your truck. I put them in a Ziploc bag, and then I realized one day I had nine of them just sitting there. So what pens. I did is I just took them in, and I put them in a cup in the in St. John. Oh. And students took them. They're like, oh, crap, yes. I need a pen. Yes. So, right? So you're, yes. Or yes. Shed. Or, shed. Or, you ready? Molt. I Lobster. Took, I took stuff. And I drove it to the to the dumpster like yes. a squirrel, like a squirrel. Uh, if you if you keep a if you keep a squirrel and you like ah, you catch him, he's like you know digging a hole in your house, and you take him four blocks away and throw him in the neighbor's yard you don't like. He's gonna come back. So what I do when I don't want something is I drive like as I'm driving someplace, I just put it in a trash can at a gas station, like the big dumpster. I put it there. I put it in a um, I leave it in a friend's house. When I take it someplace, uh, as just like I did that to Father Gail Hammerschmidt a lot in seminary, I would drive over to the other rectory and I would hide stuff in his room <laughs> that I didn't want. But now you're messing with him. I know, but he would find things. He's like, after a while, he would he would see. He's like, wait a second, that was at your room at the other <laughs> seminary house. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so for Lent, so for Lent, prank people. <laughs> for Lent, so often people. Ask the question like, okay, what like what am I giving up? What am I giving up for Lent? And that's and that's a fine question, and and follow that where it leads. And then other people will say, alongside of that, okay, what am I gonna like? What am I gonna do? What am I gonna do for Lent? And mm-hmm. what I would ask is, what do I need to let go of? Shed. What do you need to let go of for Lent? And that might be just like organ, you know, organizing space. That's a that's a, that's one. And and I really and I am of the mind that organizing your space, taking time, putting on your calendar, organizing your space will actually make your spiritual life better. Yeah. Because when you want to when you want to pray, so this is this was uh, just right behind me where we're recording this in our living room. Right behind me is my you can see it, Father Gary, is my <gasps> is my chair. Uh-huh. Right next to my chair, I have a, a little t- I have a little table and a lamp. It's a read a reading lamp. Right. I love that chair. And I love that little table, but there was several months in like in the fall, and my I would say my prayer life was average to below average. Because one of the things I do that's that's the chair in which like just spirit like spiritual reading, that's where I do it. I do it in the chapel. I do it in the church. I do it there, and I had that table next to me like stacked. <laughs> With a whole bunch of books that I like wasn't reading or people gave me. And I was just like, and so every time I wanted to sit down to read, I would not sit down to read because of that table. It repelled me. Ooh. And then there came a day. It was a, it was, like it was a month. It was a Monday a couple weeks ago. And it was the beginning of the year, beginning of the year. I took f- literally five minutes and put those books where they go. What? which several of them was giving them away. And now the last probably month or, yeah, month and a half, every day I now sit in that chair yeah. and I read. I'm reading this glorious book of like the ordination homilies of Pope Benedict. Benedict the 16th. Oh my gosh, he's killing me and it's yeah. beautiful. 
And and what was yeah. stopping me before was that was that pile. Yeah, anyway, that, yeah. so as you go into Lent, yeah. Okay, fine. What can I? What do I? What do I want to give up? Right, give up something hard. Yep. Okay. What can I do? What do I want to take on? I want to be more charitable. I want to be more generous. Yep. All good, right? But then I would also add to that: What do I need to let go of? Be the lobster. <laughs> Molt. Shed. Get rid of something that is that is getting in the way. Restricting your growth. That is restricting your growth. You must molt in order to grow. You must shed in order to live. <laughs> I feel like I'm in... Right? Okay, anyway, this is going to be... You're going to hear... <laughs> feel the some dreams version, kind of stuff out here. <laughs> some version of this. If you molt, you will grow. <laughs> be the lobster. Anyway, if it helps... Just go and watch watch YouTube videos of lobsters shedding if you need motivation. I just want to hear, hey, yeah, we got a lobster over here. It's got no shell. Like, yeah. But really? then you can, if you're a lo lobsterman, lobstermen will catch, I mean, they catch lobsters of all different sizes. And then every once in a while, they catch a lobster with no shell. It's called a soft lobster. And you can just dip because it in Because it had just recently molted. You could dip it in butter. And you could cook it. And there's special recipes just for that kind of lobster. You've learned a lot. You You're, too. Me and, me and lobsters, The man. people of Dorchester. And finally, Dorchester. I just want to tell you about the greatest meal I ever had, which was at this restaurant in Kennebunkport, Maine. I had a lobster BLT. Oh, my gosh. Which you can't have on Ash Wednesday. And it's totally not kosher and either. And it's not kosher. <laughs> okay, happy Lent. Be the lobster. <laughs> Peace.